time, weather, and... Always pass. Welcome back to the Rachel LaForce Show. That's right, it's me, Rachel LaForce, and this is my show. Um, I mean, wish there was a better intro, you know what I mean? But uh, I'm a one-man band, my dudes, my friends, so this is it. This is it. Um, if this is your first time joining us, oh my gosh, hi! So glad you're here, and you look so cute. Um, this is a spiritual podcast by me, a comedian, uh, for people who hashtag aren't spiritual. I, um, I talk about spirit. I talk about comedy. I talk about politics. I talk about how everything is now politics. I talk about creating new, uh, narratives for ourselves. I talk about the things that piss me off and I talk about the things that make me happy. So welcome to it. I got a lot of opinions. So I thought starting a podcast seemed like it would be a good place for me to filter those thoughts. Today we're going to be talking all about oh, just getting grounded, right? Everybody, oh, do they love that? People are like, oh, I've just, I haven't been feeling very grounded lately. Just grounding in my body. I have a grounding practice, right? This grounding, the idea of that is something else that we'd love just to throw around the same way like manifesting, it's kind of this innocuous word that has a lot of deep meaning, but has been commandeered uh, by just so many white women on the internet. Uh, it's hard to figure out what does that really mean. So today, uh, as a white woman, I'm just going to share with you what it means for me. And maybe that will be helpful for you. Um you know, a lot of you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, we were living in Los Angeles, we relocated to uh, here in Atlanta, which is where I'm from. And there's a million and a half reasons why we made that choice. Family, opportunity, um, politics, even uh, safety, lots of things. Um, but for me personally, the biggest reason I moved here is grounding and regulating my nervous system. Even when I moved, um, so graduated high school here and moved to Chicago in the fall to go to art school, right? And I remember even when I would come back home and there was this sense of like, <gasps> like the hypervigilance that I felt being in such a big city was so overwhelming that every time I came back here and um, it's in the house that, that we we currently occupy and we've got woods in the back and a creek and being here, just my whole nervous system just whoo, slows itself down, which is hilarious to me because my mom, this is like tells you everything you need to know about me. Um, so my mom does many things. She has like eight degrees. She's wildly bright. Um, but she has been uh, like a, a therapist and had her own private practice for a long time. And so, you know, I grew up shockingly with a lot of like therapy principles. Okay. So a lot of my trauma was just being raised by a therapist. You know what I mean? Up top. Woo. Uh, 
I know some of you can relate. So one of the things, this is so lame, where when I was like in high school and stuff, when I would like get running and doing too much, she would literally like in air quotes, ground me. Like other kids would get grounded because like they did dumb shit, right? Um, I was always scared of actually losing the trust of my parents because it was just me. And so, you know, my, my parents were divorced. So I spent so much time individually with my mom and my dad that I had such a connection with them both. And even though they were divorced, they were always very clear of like, oh, we're a family union. Don't think you're like going to get in trouble at mom's house and then go to dad's house and be like freewheeling. Okay, no, <laughs> like you're getting busted in both places. So I typically just like didn't, I mean, obviously as a teenager, but like really didn't do dumb shit most of the time um, because I didn't want to get in trouble. It was like, well, that would just be, you know, that almost felt more dumb, if that makes sense. So when I would start to get kooky or, you know, do things where I was just like getting out of control, most people would do something dumb and like get grounded where they'd lose their phone or, you know, you couldn't drive or whatever and that, you know, couldn't see your friends. My mom oh my God, would like ground me. Literally, she'd be like, you know what, honey, you got to get grounded. You're, 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 you're making mistakes. You're getting kind of kooky, running around with all your friends. We got to ground you, okay? And would like spend the weekend making me like, you know, grounding foods and like anchoring me in and like, you know, making me like journal or do like art therapy and like literally ground myself, um, which is so lame, but also was so needed. Like she was never wrong. You know what I mean? Like I was always like, oh, thank you. Oh my gosh, I need this practice that is so lame and I don't want to tell any of my friends, but wow, does it feel better when I'm done? Um, so it's so interesting to me that I chose to move back to the exact house that that used to happen. And this is the place where I feel the most grounded. Like my my nervous system just feels better here. I feel in my body. And we've had so much to do since being here. I mean, we we had to, you know, shut down an LLC in California, which if you've ever LLC'd, you know, is just like, you know, just have fun in this nightmare because um, there's all these different forms you have to fill out and then there's different types. Like, are you an S-corp? Are you going to individualize? Like, you know, it's like, how confusing can we make it so only certain people make a lot of money? Um, anyway, just that's just a jingle I'm working on for uh, the American government. But um, <laughs> so we had to shut it down in California, reopen it, in Atlanta, right? And then we have two different businesses that run underneath our LLC. So then it was establishing all of that. Um, then it's moving. It's the actual like physical moving of everything. Then we're getting our, you know, podcasting studio back together. Meanwhile, still like nurturing this baby that needs us and then trying to nurture ourselves and get back into like a workout routine. And it's just been so much doing that I haven't had as much of this daily spiritual practice that typically hashtag grounds me, right? There's spiritual speakers and teachers that I follow on their Patreons and things like that. And uh, I have some close friends that are healers and um, energy channelers and stuff that I check in with. So that's a huge part of me really feeling connected to self and specifically with my creativity of like, okay, what do I want to create? Because I have 
this is like when I humble brag about how creative I am. Um, my brain produces so much that I, and it's good. I mean, I'm really good at what I do. And I, but then I'll have to go through and I have to refine, right? And I have to go, okay, this is a project that would be like fun, but that's maybe not the thing that you need to like birth, right? That's not your thing. Or, um, you know, I'll be uh, doing notes for a friend on a script and then I'll get too involved and, you know, and then I'm helping them for, you know, a few weeks or something, which obviously like I love to help people, you know, blossom their creativity. I have a creative consulting business, you know, um, but it's a lot of balls in the air and then having to go, okay, which ones are for us? What are the things that we need to focus on? So this spiritual grounding practice of meditating, of, um, you know, working with other uh, channelers and things like that is super helpful for me. But especially in the last, I would say month specifically, we've been traveling so much, we've had so much family in town and we had Jonah's first birthday. Like things have just been so nuts that I have not spent a lot of time with my soul, you know? I'll never get used to saying that. Um, but it's spending time with my soul. And so sometimes that makes me feel very ungrounded, right? Because things go so quickly. I'm not, because all it really is is checking in with myself, right? It's okay, are the things we're working on, are the things we're putting in all of our energy into, are those the things, are we minding the path, right? And but what I realized when I slowed down and I, even today after I put this podcast up, I need to sit and journal and kind of figure out like, okay, where are we? What are we doing? Um, you know, I've been so busy that I'm two weeks behind. You're getting two episodes uh, when this comes out because it's just been so much. And, you know, so much of my work is becoming, you got to be consistent, right? It's an audience. You want to show up for your audience. And I'm telling you right now, I want to show up for you. But it, there's also this very real reality, which is like, I am not a brand in the sense that like, there's not a team of people behind me yet. <laughs> you know, it'd be different if it's like, all right, you show up, you record this, and then everybody else deals with everything else. It's like everything I'm producing is just me. So I've had to give myself that grace too and go, it's just you. So anyway, that's me, I guess, like quasi being like, that's why it's late. Sorry. Um, but there is something I think a very valuable lesson in that ideal though too because even if you're not an artist or an, or an entertainer, there are those aspects in your life, right? Of like, oh, I didn't have all these things ready for the kids or I didn't have, it's like, yeah, this is just you, you know? You don't have like nine other moms behind you making sure that everything's perfect. So if your kids on field day didn't have the perfect outfits for field day, it's fine, <laughs> you know? Um, so just giving yourself that grace of like, sometimes the consistency that you're looking for is the consistency of showing up. And, and that's kind of this place that I'm in of the consistency and the groundedness comes from showing up and really getting grounded is getting lost in the doing because, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll share for me. Uh, you're like, yeah, I would hope so because you're the only one talking. Um, when I share for myself, which is I spend, especially as a creative, so much time in my head. And then as a, as a previous like people pleaser and, you know, insecure and all of that, you spend so much time in your head. 
So although the past month has been kind of a whirlwind, at the same time I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was so present for all of that. Like, sure, there's something to be said of like not being able to have the time to connect with myself, but at the same time I was so connected to my family, to my son, to what I'm doing, to my actions, because I had to be. I was getting lost in the doing. And so when when, when you spend so much time, like this is I think where, you know, I, I talk about this a lot, like manifestation, um, the results of that or the hashtag success of that comes from actually doing the work. So, you know, thinking that it's like, oh, well, it's a full moon and I wrote down my, you know, intention and I buried it and now I wait. Like, no, dog. I mean, sure, that's a part of that. It's a ritual, right? That's something that um, acknowledges to us that this is something that we're doing. Listen, mama loves a good ritual, okay? I have so many candles in my home. It looks like I'm trying to burn it down. Do you understand? So I get it. But at the same time, it that is only part of it. That's the ritual. That's the action of saying, this is the step I'm going to take. But then you still have to take the step. And so you got to get lost in the doing. And you have to remember, and that's that idea, right, of like, um, you know, uh, not bloom where you're planted, although I do love that one. But you can't keep, you can't plant a seed and then, you know, keep, um, wow, so eloquent. Is she not? Just nailing it. Just nailing it. Have I lost you? You can't plant a seed and then keep digging it up and being like, which is I'm so guilty of. You know, where I'm like, oh, it's not where I am being patient. Okay, universe, I'm being patient. It's been three months. And it's like, what in the world? How pompous, how arrogant. What is it that you expect? You think you're going to build an empire within three months because you just started doing the thing? You know, like I've been very actively working out again. Some of you, I've shared a little bit about my postpartum journey. And, um, you know, this weight has just, does it love sticking around, you know? Um which is also a podcast episode for a different day, just about what does it mean to love your body, but then also want to feel stronger and then also struggle with the internal misogyny of my body's not good enough. And it's like, you know, I've just been navigating that Minecraft for a couple of months, but now moving my body in a hit workout every day and, um, and what, that feels like. So it's like then I'm even grounding all of these intentions in my body. That to me is the best thing about physically moving your body. Again, it's this getting lost in the doing. You're grounding something, right? But it's the same way of with working out every day. And I've only been doing it for about two months. And it's like, I haven't lost all this baby weight yet. It's like, girl, you gained 40 pounds, bro. You gained 40 pounds. Like you think you're just going to lose it in two months? Like, get real. And that's something I've really realized, which is like, and this is also a podcast episode for a different day, but it's like what this instant gratification need or the idea that things don't take time, like, let's dispel that narrative for ourselves. If you for a second acknowledged how long things take, you'd slow the fuck down. You wouldn't be in such a hurry. Because we're all like, got to happen now, got to happen now, why isn't it happen now? 
And then you're stressing yourself out even more. You're not even enjoying what's happening because you're so focused that the thing hasn't manifested itself yet. It's like, can you give it a minute? Like, what is that about? Because you can order something from Amazon and then it shows up less than 15 hours later, which, by the way, is creepy, okay? Like, you are not Amazon. You know, it goes back to that thing where I was, like, beating myself up. I'm like, I said I was going to be consistent and I didn't get a podcast episode out yet. It's like, dude, you're not Amazon. Slow down. There is something to being consistent and being grounded and showing up in your life that isn't manifested through, you know, being able to make things happen instantly. Things take time. So when you get lost in the action of your life, when you get lost in the doing of something, you're not constantly checking the calendar. You're not going to dig up that seed because you don't have time because you're doing the work. You know, I've said this before on the podcast. If you want to, you know, if I asked you, you know, when I work with clients and I said, okay, so what's the big goal and let's strategize. If you tell me that you want to win a Grammy and I say, and, and then you also tell me you've never written a song. Yeah. Yeah. You might be working on this for a little bit longer than perhaps you'd like to. Cause you got to start with writing a song before you can think about all of the steps in between. So we allow ourselves to get tripped up. We start future tripping in this, this vision, especially those of us that do dream very big or those of you that have very big visions of where something's going to go or for your life or whatever. There's a blessing and a curse to that. There's a blessing in being able to see all of it. But if you're unwilling and unable to see that each, that, that giant picture is made up of pixels, that there's going to be a teeny tiny step in each part of the way, in order to create that grand picture for yourself, give up now. You can quote me. Give up now. Don't If it's going to be too long and you're not interested, then don't do it. It's all the time when I tell people and they're like, oh, I'm thinking about getting started in comedy. Do you have any suggestions? And I'm like, yeah, really think about if you really love it. I don't think that's what people expect. I'm supposed to be like, oh, no, yeah, do it. It's like, no, comedy is incredibly difficult. That's incredibly difficult. And to be really good at it is even harder. So unless you love it with every single thing you have and you can't imagine doing everything else, then, you know, and, and I think the same is true for anything. Like there's also something to be said for your time is so limited. I mean, that that's the other thing I've learned th from the action over specifically, like I said, the last month of being lost in this action, which is you don't have nearly as much time. Once you do the domestics, you wake up, you wake up your kids, you brush your teeth and your kids brush your teeth, then you eat. Then, you you know, okay, now you're already looking down the barrel of, you know, what, 9 a.m. By the time like everybody's in the, even together, we haven't even gotten to lunch yet, getting out the door, you know, and even if you don't have kids, whatever it is that you're doing, even if you have a full morning practice, you're like out there right now, just, you know, you're like living in Venice and you're single and you're hotter than you've ever been and you're just doing your thing. Your whole morning routine, you know, oh, you make a green juice and then you meditate on your mat and then you journal about what you meditated on and then you take a shower and then like, I mean, that's like when I see women in full hair and makeup and I'm just going, what do you do for a living? I mean, everything just takes time. So when you spend that time doing the things 
A, you're going to feel so much better because you're rooted in what you're doing. It's the same thing of that that ritual and burying something in the, you know, I buried it outside under a full moon or like, you know, it's a new moon. So I, I it's Aries energy and I lit it on fire, whatever, right? That's, that is integrating for you, that is putting into your body, here is the thing that I'm doing now or here's the thing that I'm no longer doing. And then it becomes real for you. So that is such a way to calm your nervous system, number one, of just, you know, and I'm not, this is, this episode isn't even about like grounding techniques or how to ground yourself, right? A big one for me is like taking my shoes off and walking around outside barefoot, especially if you've got grass anywhere. That's a huge one. I instantly am like, woo, because you feel back anchored to what's happening, especially right now. If you're empathic at all or just, I don't know, alive, right now is very overwhelming. It's very overwhelming to be a human right now. You know, it's almost like in the opposite where, you know, it used to be where if you, sorry, I just had an email come in from from my agent. I was like, what is this? Um, Okay. Um, You know, it used to be where life was very tough because, you know, it was like you're out on the range and you could, your family would starve unless you, you know, were able to like shoot enough deer or whatever to like feed your family. And like life has always been difficult. And now we're in the overcross correction, which is now, you know, going by that Amazon thing, you can get something delivered to your house same day. And then, you know, you can log onto the internet and know every single person's opinion about every single thing that's ever happened ever and ever, 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 ever. Right. So now we're just in that overcross correction, which is also very difficult just for different reasons. Don't allow it to overwhelm you. Right. Doesn't mean burying our head in the sand and not being privy to what's going on, but it means creating a grounding practice for yourself so that you can anchor in when it gets to be too overwhelming or you get in your head too much. So when it comes to grounding, if you've got big dreams, like for myself, I'm getting ready to launch a new uh, live show here in Atlanta called The Misfit Light. Uh, It's basically comedy church, right? So I've got stand-up comedians, we've got live music, and then um, I will do kind of a spiritual sermon of sorts. And then we'll have a community leader who will talk about what they're doing in the community and how you can get involved. So it's really about creating um, community through comedy, one misfit at a time, right? Now to do this properly takes a lot of work. I've been working on this for a lot longer than I wanted to. Not stoked about it. I'm ready to already have cars around the block. Everyone's like, how did you do it? You know? Because I, you know, would like for people to enjoy the things that I spend a lot of time doing, right? But again, I can't get to that point unless I just do, you know, building the website. That's boring. Nobody wants to do that, right? So when you see the big vision, when 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 the vision is gifted to you, take that, own that, say thank you for that. And then you gotta let it go. And you gotta get lost in that action of whatever that is. And that action will ground you. Because you're not going to keep going back and looking at that seed. Is it growing? Is it growing? Is it growing? You know that it is because you're doing a little bit each day. You're doing a little bit each day. And slowly over time, that thing is going to develop. And it's hard. I mean, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you where it's like as somebody who has lived on outward validation for a very long time in my life, you know, 
working behind the scenes to get bigger things up and not being not every day of like stay tuned dropping a big announcement soon you know oh god can't wait till I can tell you guys about this new thing right oh my god did everybody love that or what everybody loves an announcement you know oh I'll tell you more about the project when I can you know sure everybody loves those days right but it's like yeah when nobody's there you know insert meme here about, you know, where it's like, what are you going to do on the days where you have to clap for yourself? Don't worry about clapping for yourself. Okay. Go do the work and clap later. That's my advice. So I hope that this was helpful for you. And if nothing else, entertaining, you know what I mean? Uh, this is where entertainment, uh, of comedy and consciousness collide. So I hope I provided that for you. Um, but really, I, I encourage you that, you know, finding grounding techniques or grounding practices that work for you. Some people like tapping. Some people love yoga. For me, um, high intensity workout is huge. Any of that anxiety, those, those uh, what if, what if, if I work that out of my body in a high intensity workout for an hour or whatever, it's gone. I don't have to worry about it now. Do I like working out? Not necessarily. I no. But I love the feeling of when I'm done, I'm like, great, whatever that was that was living in my body is no longer here and it's no longer welcome. And now I can move on and do the action that I need to for the day rather than circling in my head being like, oh, you got to check this or, you know, having that running tape. So whatever those practices are for you, you know, finding ways that you can integrate them. And then also acknowledging when you hit a busy season, like I've been sharing about mine, what can you do to just trust it's just a busy season? Because sometimes I know people get all hung up on that of like, oh, but I have this whole practice and, you know, grounding techniques and I do deep breathing for 75 minutes in the moonlight every day or whatever. And it's like, you know, that's the thing I hope to gift to as many people that possibly care to listen, which is, you know, some people say that we are spiritual beings having a human experience. And I would say this is also a spiritual experience, which is if you're chasing every single day, hoping that it's going to be this perfect day or that you think that, you know, you're going to arrive or, you know, oh, well, I've healed from this thing and now everything is going to be perfect. You are going to constantly be upset. And if you recognize that just that all of our cycles are just like natural cycles that, you know, we have sunny days, we have rainy days, we have, you know, all of those things. But there's going to be different terrain and days are going to be different and they're going to present you with different things. Can you just get lost in the doing and check in with yourself when you need to? Don't make it harder than it needs to be. That's like my biggest thing right now where it's like, you know, I had a pretty big setback with stuff here at our house. I was bummed. We were going to be doing a huge renovation. Now we got to wait till next year. I was really bummed. And the, the you know, other part of me wanted to be like, oh, this isn't fair. And, you know, da, 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 oh, blah, blah, blah. and then I was like, Bleh. oh, sorry, you can't do this like major renovation and have this like perfect space already in your perfect backyard. Oh, get over yourself. Just wait. You're fine. Just wait. Like why, you know, Anyway, just just a bit about me. But, you know, where it's like, yeah, if you're expecting that everything is going to be great all the time because you've micromanaged all of these practices for yourself, good luck. Good luck. You know, true, true, you know, spiritual stability is being able to be unstable and stay tethered to something. So that's why I really wanted to do this episode today and just share a little bit about what it feels like to get lost in the doing. 
And a lot of that means allowing, you know, your house isn't going to look perfect because you've got other things to do or you, you know, you're picking and choosing or you're getting down on the floor and you're playing with your kids or, you know, whatever it is. Live your life. Live your life. This is it, dog. You only get one. Okay. NASA just that released that picture of all those other galaxies. Each of those stars is a full galaxy. They think they're like 13 billion years old. So if you, like me, think that the end of the world is that you don't get to renovate your backyard within the calendar year, good luck to you, okay? We are specks of dust. So dance a little bit and have a little bit of fun, all right? It's been another little mini episode. I've got another one uh, that's headed right after this. Uh, So two this week for you. I've got a bunch of super fun guests lined up. I'm so excited for you to hear these conversations with these people. Um, There are folks that I have reached out to being like, I love everything you're doing. Please come and talk to me for an hour uh, because that's how I make friends. So as always, if you like this podcast, uh, please let people know. Uh, I really, really want to help us um, build new narratives. All of this is about exposing old systems and creating new narratives for ourselves. Um, And, you know, I'm not sharing new information. This is stuff that has been taught to me. Uh, So I really just want to help us be a part of remembering that uh, we are welcome to be the light. And that doesn't mean that we all have to be on a commune together and sing Kumbaya, okay? Uh, Life is about balance. So, If you like this podcast, please go to Spotify or Apple Podcast, rate, review, please share it on your Instagram, your Facebook, any of these things. It's such a small act and you have no idea how much it means to me. So please um, uh, do that for me and I would appreciate it. Um, I always tell people too, hey man, do you want coffee on me? Go write me a nice review, send it to me uh, and I will send you five bucks on uh, Venmo. Coffee on me, baby. Uh, Again, if you're here in the Atlanta area, stay tuned. We've got the Misfit Light is coming your way this fall. Very excited about this new initiative that's going to be happening. Let's build a spiritual community here in Atlanta um, that's also just about like comedy and having fun because uh, creativity is one of the most spiritual things that there is. I think that's it for me. Uh, Wherever you are, I'm there with you too. Uh, Tune out, tune in. Love you, man.